All right, fellow fact checkers. Now, before we start the show, I want to remind you to head over and check out our great sponsor, Fox and Son Coffee. Uh, they've got an amazing deal with all kinds of blends going on. So head over there and check it out. You can get the Mexican honey prep, the Brazilian honey prep, the Guatemalan, the Ethiopian. They'll be adding new roasts regularly. So be sure to check in and see what new flavors Steve has got over at Fox and Son Coffee. They've also got all of your usual favorites, the Den Blend Dark, the Den Blend Light, and the one that we personally like around the house since uh, we can't seem to agree on which of the light or the dark is better for both me and the wife, the Den Blend Tube Electric Boogaloo, which is the medium roast. So be sure to use the checkout code FCT for fact check this at checkout, and that'll get you an 18% discount on any order of $25 or more. Also, any order of $37.99 or more gets you free shipping. Load up on all the greatest coffee on the market, and you can thank me later. Well, let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast and... Today, let's look at the latest threat to democracy or what the fuck ever it is that uh, all of the left-wing psychopaths seem to think is going to be the end of uh, civilized society as we know it, reign in uh, or bring upon us a reign of terror and fascism and neo-Nazism like never the world has seen, aside from, you know, any time a Democrat's in office. Let's take a look. Another one of my favorite outlet salon today far right maga theocrats the most dangerous threat to america oh my god even mitch mcconnell is trying to push back against mike johnson and the maga wing of the gop and it isn't working oh if only mike johnson were half of what salon thinks he is god if only any fucking republican was half of what these morons in the media think they are. What we truly need is a great man to be all of that and more. But nobody who's currently in politics has a spine for that shit. And I don't feel like getting into politics at this point in my life. So here we are. The world inches closer to a war that only psychopaths want to see. The war that you motherfuckers want to see is Israel-Palestine or Ukraine-Russia. Nobody else, like, wants any wars, period. But never mind all of that. On Tuesday, the FBI issued a warning that the chance of staged terrorist attacks in the United States has grown since the war began in Gaza. In the White House briefing later that day, Fox News reporter Peter Ducey asked National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, has the White House considered the possibility that a terrorist could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Obviously they have, or the FBI wouldn't have issued the warning. Uh, this You don't understand how the FBI works, obviously. Never mind. The question remains, however, what our government response would be to such an attack. That has already been discussed at the highest levels in our government. And the public has a right to know what that reaction would be. I mean, they're plotting the attack, so obviously they're going to know how they're going to react, right? Like, that's the way this works. So, although I wasn't called on as Kirby left the stage, I interrupted to ask the only question I thought mattered. 
John, wait a minute. Before you leave, if Hamas terrorists attack the U.S., would the U.S. put boots on the ground in the Middle East? Kirby stopped his retreat from the stage, and press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre let him answer. Kirby was succinct. I won't speculate about that, Brian. We'll obviously do what we have to do to protect our troops and our people. On that same day, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer showed up at the White House with a bipartisan group, Senators Todd Young uh, of Indiana, Mike Rounds of South Dakota, and Martin Henrick of, North, of New Mexico to talk to President Biden and help steer a congressional response to the threat posed by Skynet. Sorry, I mean AI. It's a bipartisan effort, but there are both Republicans and Democrats who remain opposed. Bipartisanship, once seen uh, as a laudable goal on many issues, is now sneered at by most remaining members of the Republican Party. Working with Democrats, for them, is like choosing death over a slice of cake. Apologies to Eddie Izzard. Working with Democrats is an admission that you are as also a fucking Democrat. There are very, 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 very few Democrats that are good on anything at all. And you should only work with the very, very few on the things that they are actually good at and not everything. Choose your friends wisely. Identify your enemies quickly. Most Republicans are so dismayed at the prospect of working with Democrats that they want to scuttle efforts to fund the war in Ukraine, virtually isolating Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who seems to be nearly alone on an island calling for aid to continue. It's not because they don't want to work with Democrats. It's because, obviously, it's a waste of fucking money. Ukraine is lost. They're just... And maybe they don't want to work with Democrats on sending aid to Ukraine because... Democrats are the ones who mainly have family members that work for Ukrainian energy companies. And so the money's not getting funneled back to them. Y'all cut them in on a slice and they might be on your side a little bit more. You ever think about that? No, you didn't because you're some greedy fuckers. Anyway, <clears throat> it's a rare display of common sense from the 81-year-old Kentuckian whose primary focus is on political power. That motherfucker ain't got a lick of any sense left. His brain done turned off. He is a walking corpse. They need to just put him in the ground. If you find yourself if you find yourself siding with Mitch McConnell, you are fucking wrong. That's the long and short of it. No Americans are getting killed in Ukraine, McConnell said. We're rebuilding our industrial base. The Ukrainians are destroying the army of one of our biggest rivals. I have a hard time finding anything wrong with that. I think it's wonderful that they're defending themselves and also the notion that the Europeans are not doing enough. They've done, they've done almost $90 billion. They're housing a bunch of refugees who escaped. I think that our NATO allies in Europe have done quite a lot. It's their back door. Let them do all of it. Why do we have to do anything? Russia is not one of our biggest rivals. That The Cold War ended 30 fucking years ago. I mean, 35 years ago. Calm down, Mitch. Like I know your, you know, your brain is broken. You probably keep traveling back and thinking that it's 1983 instead of 2023. But you know, chill the fuck out, dude. Few Democrats have said it any better, and it spelled out exactly what the stakes are for the U.S. and the ongoing war in Ukraine. Remember that Vlad the Impaler. Putin, what a fucking moron! Oh my god, Vlad the Impaler Putin has clearly suggested that he wants to get the old Soviet Union band back together. Ukraine is just the first stop in a quest for global hegemony. 
That is also objectively untrue. The U.S. mainstream media has said that, but Vladimir Putin has not said that. That is purely speculation. In fact, he's said quite the opposite. But what the fuck ever, you just, just keep running with this. Like this. See, this is the problem. This is the problem with leftist mentality. Is it's a goddamn brain bug. This is like they don't. They're completely out of touch. Uh, here we go. Out of touch. Uh, Fellow Kentucky Senator Rand Paul said that McConnell was out of touch with his party's base, while Missouri Senator, Senator Josh Hawley chided McConnell for siding with Democrats. And that was before Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas gave Hawley a tongue lashing on border issues later that afternoon. It looks like Putin still has a few fans in the GOP. Out of touch. That is completely 100% accurate. All of these morons who write these puff pieces to suck the dick of the Democrats... They are completely out of touch. They don't they don't pay attention to the actual news. They don't pay attention to the actual world. They don't know what the fuck's actually going on. They just keep reading their own bullshit and they believe it because it's all they see because they refuse to see anything outside of the very narrow purview of exactly what's in front of their fucking face that they're being told to write. It's, it is a goddamn brain bug. These are the dumbest people on the fucking planet and they're the people who are supposed to be conveying uh, information about what's going on in the world to the average person. Well, the average person is a fucking dumbass too, and that's the problem. Everybody's so fucking stupid, nobody will pull their head out of their ass and realize what's actually going on in the world. So here we are stuck with bullshit like this that most people who read are going to believe and think, oh my god, Vladimir, the impaler Putin is trying to take over the world. Oh no! Fucking retards. Jesus Christ. I hate people. Can the asteroid just fucking end it already? In the House, those would likely include newly minted House Speaker Mike Johnson, and that still sounds like a Bart Simpson prank call to him, to Moe's bar, who took on McConnell directly, pushing to unlink aid to Ukraine from aid to Israel. While the world, world burns... Jesus, more of this shit. While the world burns, Johnson and the MAGA wing of the Republican Party, which seems to have swallowed the evangelical movement while also embracing it, a T-1000 morphing into Sarah Connor, is just about the right image. Jesus. Jesus! <sighs> is embracing the darkest verses of the Bible, apparently pushing for apocalypse with an enthusiasm only rivaled by Saul's slaughter of Christians before he changed his name to Paul. I'm waiting for Mel Brooks to break out in song. Let all those who wish to confess their evil ways and accept the embrace the true church convert now or forever burn in hell. For now begins the Inquisition. The House of Representatives, now run by Johnson, offers a discount version of the apocalyptic orgasm the Holy Rollers have dreamed of for years. They've renewed the Inquisition and seem determined to convert the U.S. into a theocracy run by people who will thump you with the Bible, but you haven't uh, but haven't read much of it. I will agree that the people in government who claim to be Christians probably haven't read much of the Bible. I don't see them trying to renew the Inquisition or convert us to a theocracy. Sadly, I wish they would. I wish they had the testicular fortitude to do like literally anything. Just take like the first steps in that direction. But they won't do it. They won't do it because they're spineless fucking pussies. This is all just bloviate 
Lord, how they love to preach fire and brimstone. But the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes, forget it. Matthew 25, 40. Whatever you did it, uh, whatever you did it for one of, of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Not a chance. They've embraced only the Old Testament, angry God, and the apocalyptic parts of Revelation brought on by ergo poisoning. They want no separation of church and state. The motherfuckers who rail on about separation of church and state have never fucking read anything of the Constitution. Saying a prayer at a state house does not violate a separation of church and state. It is exclusively to prevent the establishment of a state-run religion like the Anglican Church which is what a lot of people fled from when they came to America way back in the colonial days. This, I should never have to hear someone pray or see someone with a, someone with a Bible or have to be near someone who's wearing a cross necklace in anywhere around a public facility is fucking asinine. That's not what separation of church and state means. It doesn't mean that a teacher can't say a prayer in school. It doesn't mean that a football coach can't say a prayer before the game. It doesn't mean that Mike Johnson can't quote scripture in his uh, installation speech or initiation speech or what the fuck ever it is they call it when they uh, dub the speaker of the house. <clears throat> That's not what it fucking means. I wish these morons understood literally anything it's so fucking infuriating here we go the first amendment's establishment clause prohibits the government from making any law respecting an establishment of religion that not only forbids the government from establishing official religion but also prohibits government actions that unduly favor one religion over another okay so you can't actually fucking read and then type it back out exactly word for word so literally nothing that's being done by any of these theocrats violates this in any fucking way whatsoever not even a little bit representative jamie raskin of maryland a constitutional scholar said there was a solid reason for this much debated and carefully written clause the framers taught us that the biggest threat to religious freedom comes from theocrats who try to establish their own sect over everyone else that's why we have two religion clauses in the first amendment none of that matters to republicans they revel in their own chicanery they despise free thought and independence and are happy to play games with the government shutdown the modern equivalent of fiddling while it all burns. Stay tuned. November 17th is the next shutdown deadline, and it's just around the corner. I'm still waiting for the part where you explain how anything that these supposed theocrats have done violates the Constitution Clause, or the, sorry, the uh, Establishment Clause of the, in the Constitution. Like, are you, are you going to, is there a point that you're going to get to? Because I don't think there is. I really don't. It's, there's not. This is bloviating. On a day, the Republicans were mired in their own gamemanship. An Israeli airstrike targeting a Hamas commander in the densely populated Jebeliah refugee camp in northern Gaza left catastrophic damage and killed hundreds of people, according to medics and eyewitnesses. Children were seen carrying other children away from the blast zone. It felt like the end of the world, one surviving witness said. That is our world's day. It took an asteroid the size of a modern city to wipe out the dinosaurs. People being smarter than dinosaurs have figured out how to destroy everything all by ourselves. Climate change is slowly creeping up on us, and we are killing each other at an increasing rate. 
it took a Category 5 hurricane to kill 40-odd people in Acapulco last week. A Cat 5 killed 40 people. That's in fucking Acapulco. That's about average. See, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We killed that many in two mass shootings in the U.S. in about the same amount of time and spared the property. Pogo was right. We have met the enemy and he is us. Donald Trump faces 91 felonies. Again, here's... Faces 91 felonies in four different jurisdictions while facing civil sanctions in New York that could also cost him a large chunk of his financial empire. He's effectively also on trial in Colorado as that state tries to ban him from the ballot next November. I spoke with Michael Cohen on Wednesday morning, a few days after he testified in Trump's civil trial in New York. He believes Trump could lose as much as $600 million to $700 million in that case, essentially leaving him broke. You do realize Trump's worth, like, some billions, right? Like, that's not... I'm, do you, do you not understand how numbers? No, I guess. Maybe. Fucking morons. Jesus Christ. Uh, Joe Biden's popularity continues to shrink faster than unemployment. Well, that doesn't take much since unemployment is actually going in the wrong direction. But you are right. Joe Biden's popularity is completely in the gutter. Uh, threatening to make him the 2024 equivalent of Jimmy Carter. A one-term president who will be admired after he leaves office more than he ever was while holding it. I do not think anybody will ever admire Jimmy Carter, or sorry, um, Joe Biden for anything. As soon as he gets out of office, they're probably going to go ahead and kill him and all the clones. Part of that is Biden's fault. Part of it is because of what people like Mike Johnson, who claim we don't live in a democracy and that God oversees our government. Mike Johnson has been the speaker for, as of the writing of this article, like 37 seconds. And he was a virtual no-name prior to getting named speaker. Like, what, what did he do? And where's the violation of the Establishment Clause, you worthless piece of fucking shit? It's not coming because there isn't one. <laughs> You might think that all of this would be serious food for thought in the news, but people are so tired of thinking about life on the razor's edge that most news seems about as palatable as raw sewage, or, you know, this article, uh, which is an all-too-accurate metaphor. Our problem in the press is that we have so few people with the experience and education to handle the serious issues facing us, and obviously you are not one of them. So, whether it is possible, World War... <clears throat> Uh, stochastic terrorism, Christian theocracy, which you've never mentioned where that's coming from or why you actually think there's some sort of a theocratic rule coming. You just say it and then give no background for it. There's no establishment clause violations, like nothing at all. There's no substance to this. All right, let me finish. Let me finish. Fuck. Christian theocracy, climate change, Donald Trump, our own government, or something else unforeseen. For most people, it is a time of trepidation and terror. <clears throat> As Biden left the stage in the East Room on Monday, after about 15 minutes talking about artificial intelligence, he circled around to his standard stump speech, the one where he defines America with one word, possibilities, and says he remains hopeful that the best is still ahead. He has said this for three years, and I only wish more people would listen. Instead, at the end of the day, as the world spins out of control, people want bread and circuses to keep them from contemplating the horrors that we ourselves have created. Bring on Mel Brooks. 
The Inquisition, what a show. The Inquisition, here we go. We know you're wishing that we go away. So come on, you Muslims and you Jews. We got big news for all of you. You better change your point of views today because the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay. Except that there's literally no mention of where <laughs> where this uh, theocracy is coming from. What they've done that would indicate that there is any sort of a theocracy, what they've done that would be considered a violation of the uh, Establishment Clause, uh, he, he, he managed to hit a lot of the big topics. He, he managed to throw in Trump and all of Trump's indictments. He hit climate change. He talked about Ukraine, Israel, uh, Christian nationalism. I'm, I am sincerely surprised that at no point he mentioned racism or transphobia. That, like, that's all you were missing, dude. You, you could have written the perfect leftist puff piece with zero substance, all masturbation, and no brain cells left when you're done reading it. But you fucked up and you forgot the most important things, racism and transphobia. I mean, come on, dude. How could you strike out that bad in such in such a promising piece? See, this is the problem with left-wing media, by and large, and the moron fucking journalists who uh, are the arbiters of it, is they write this bullshit that has no substance. It's all just to get... It's all... To, like, the only people who are reading Salon other than me are a bunch of psychopath fucking leftists, mostly women. Very, very few men. So that's why you see women on social media so riled up all the time talking about all of these horrible things that are happening because they're the only ones who are reading this shit and this is all they read. They see this nonstop and they don't bother to go look it up because that would require fucking effort. That would require them to use their brain and women don't want to use their brain. They just want to be told what to think. They're wired that way. I'm sorry. That's just the facts. This is fucking insane. This is the shit that passes for journalism. This is why we need more people. Like, I don't care if you don't think you have a voice. I don't care if you don't think anybody will listen to you. Write long shit. Write on Substack. Write on your fucking Facebook page. Write about what's going on in the world. Do videos. It, it takes no effort whatsoever to just grab your phone and stare at the fucking thing and do a five-minute video where you look at something and tell people this right here, this shit right here is objectively fucking false. People don't know because they don't take the time to look. And if they don't have a 45-second video that pops up in their news feed that tells them, hey, look, this is some fucking bullshit. Maybe you should think a little bit harder about this before you just believe everything you see on the internet. They're not going to do it because that would require their brain to work. But if they see a three, five minute video, they might be like, huh, wonder what that guy's talking about. I actually know that guy. Hey, what do you know? We, we have to be the arbiters of truth and pushing back against this insane bullshit that has zero substance whatsoever. That is our responsibility because nobody in the fucking media is going to do it. You're not going to get it from Fox News or any others. 
Zero Hedge, Epoch Times, Newsweek. Like some of them are are actually pretty good on a lot of stuff. But it's hard to get that stuff out there. Just talking to your neighbors and your friends and like having the balls to stand up and say, hey, you know what? That's some fucking bullshit. And you want to know why? Ask me. Ask me about more stuff. I want you to be informed. I want you to know what's going on in the world. Let's do it. Let's let's fucking real time, real life fact check these boring, moronic motherfuckers who do nothing but spread propaganda and hatred that are stirring up all of the bullshit that's wrong with this country right now and set the record straight and turn people against the media. Turn people against all of these institutions that are dividing us. Show your friends the way and then show them how to show other people the way. It's the only way we get out of this shit alive. Have a good one, everybody. I'll be back next week. Uh, gosh, I haven't decided which article I want to do for for Monday. I've got a couple lined up. And, and I still don't know when Mark and I are going to do the... See, I got one that I really want to hold on to until I know for a fact that we're getting ready to do the uh, the Bronze Age Mindset episode. So uh, I, won't, I won't do that one Monday unless I know for sure. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, this is the internal monologue of me trying to figure out what I'm doing. and You don't need all that. What you do need is to check out our sponsors on the front and back end of the episode. Get you some good coffee and start getting your seeds ready because spring is going to be just around the corner and you're going to want to start getting ready to plant stuff because God knows you can't rely on the supply chains in this country to uh, provide you with food. So I will catch you all on Monday. Later. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product highly recommend. So go check them out.